I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. Hello there and welcome to Royal Chapel for a power-packed sermon, deliverance and prophecy by Apostle Frank Musa Osman. Amen. Problems or crisis leaves a mark in your life. It leaves a space in your life. When difficult moment comes, when hardship comes, when poverty comes, when storms comes, it leaves a mark, it leaves a space. If the enemy comes at you, pay attention. If the enemy comes at you and takes something away from you, that place becomes empty. How many of you agree with me? If you lose your job due to crisis or problems or difficulty, that job is gone. If you lose your business because of difficulty, because of problems, that business is gone. If you lose your wife because of problems and difficulties, that wife is gone. Probably she would have been married to someone else or he might be married to someone else. So for you to even come back to your senses that, oh, these were the things I did wrong and these were the storms that came to me. Coming back to your senses, you are going to start all over again. You won't get it like you got it before. If God is releasing opportunities to you, it won't be like the same one that came. The opportunities that came when, and you got what you got and the enemy came to take it away. Difficulty came. Crisis came. It has left a mark. It has left a space. Now, part two. How do you recover? How do you recover all the things you've lost? How do you stand back on your feet? How do you start all over again? I'm starting with keys for restoration. I'm coming with keys. Keys for restoration. Now, the first thing you need to do, coming from difficulty, I've explained, we've spoken about the benefits of difficulties and why they come our way and it comes to toughen us, makes our brains function better, makes us tough, all that we've said in part one. After it has made you tough, your brains are functioning better, whatever, whatever, whatever. Now, how do you recover? Keys for restoration. One, self-confidence. The first thing you need to recover is to have confidence in yourself. Is to believe in yourself. Now, I want you to write this down. The day you stop believing in yourself, you die the same day. Write it down. The day you stop believing in yourself, you die the same day. So no matter how much lessons you have learned in life, no matter how wise you become, no matter how good you become, and, and difficulties have taught you so many things. They've taught you to become tough. They've taught you to be wise. They've taught you now your brains are functioning. You are feeding your gift and you are working on your gift. The first thing you need to bring everything you've lost back to life is to start believing in yourself. God said to Joshua, haven't I commanded you? God has given Joshua a huge task. 
And sometimes you look at the tax, you look at your gift, and you look at the things you have to impart and the things you have to do, you become scared. I see people, you invite them on big stage and they tell you, Pastor, let's make it next week. They are scared. There are certain places you go, you give certain people opportunities and they tell you, wait for a while. They are not ready for it. They are not ready to take on the task. If you cannot believe in yourself, you cannot fight to achieve anything. You need to see yourself as the most powerful person in the whole world. What do we do? We put our belief in other people and we believe in them to achieve better than us. We are watching ball. I believe and I know today, see Ronaldo is scoring two goals. Yeah, I believe and I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know they are there. And they've not done anything for themselves. You know, we can arrange fight. I come from the gun, Manprobi, you know, Choco Dose, that's where I come from. And we can arrange fight. This one is the strongest and this one is the strongest. Parents, parents will come, parents. Mother versus mother. They'll push their children to go and fight. Then they are there motivating their children. The one, the one who cries first has lost. Listen, believing in yourself is the starting point to everything. <laughs> Let's move to the next point. There are many. Kill your ego. Self-esteem or self-importance. I feel I'm important than somebody. I feel I'm high than somebody. We see that even in the church. There are so many people that are not performing right, are not moving forward because of some stupid ego they have. They value themselves so high that they won't do many things to make it. You lost your job. Crisis came, difficulty came, storms came. You lost your job. You've lost something. So now, the thing is gone. It has left a space. You've become tough. It has taught you lessons. And now your brains are functioning better. And now you're, you've been able to locate your gift. And whatever we said in the part one, you've done all that. But there's still a space. There's still, there's still an empty basket that you need to fill. How do you fill this empty basket? If you were once a bank manager, now they've taken that position away from you. Why? Because you stole something or something happened or someone lied against you. You were working with someone, your, your salary was 10000 or 5000 whatever. They've taken it. Now you are down. You are, you are down. You have nothing. No one is There are people, they don't even have what they eat, but they carry their past positions in their head. What to eat is a problem. But they carry their past positions and the kind of luxury life they had in their head. They come to you and they won't be humble. But they don't have anything. They don't have anything. But ego. No, listen. They took your job. Empty space. Now they've sucked you. Empty space. Difficulty. Empty space. 
You lost your husband. You lost your wife. Difficulty came. Now you are, you are down. Nothing is working for you. You must start working out your attitude. Take away pride from your heart. Look, let me read this verse even before I continue. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse, perverse speech. Hmm. God will restore you. And this will take some time. I'm telling you something. God is going to restore you. After God is done teaching all the lessons. Who is here? After God is done teaching you all the lessons, making you tough, your brain is functioning, whatever, whatever. He's going to restore you, but this will take some time. It will take some time to work. God is going to restore you and put you on a very big and high position. But it will take some time. Now, God brought you down. The difficulty came so you can fear the Lord. So you can love the Lord. So you can get closer to the Lord. Now, he says, to fear the Lord is to hate evil. Pride. And arrogance. Now you fear the Lord. Difficulty has come. You've gone through all the lessons God took you. You've gone through all the lessons. You've learned a lot. Now you fear the Lord. The word of the Lord is saying that now you must what? Hate evil and you must hate arrogance and you must hate pride. Those who fear the Lord don't have pride in them. Why must you hate pride and arrogance? Because the people God is going to use to take you high are simple people. <laughs> Am I telling you something? These are simple people and down to people. Sometimes you go to shop, you want to go and buy something. If you don't park a big car in front of them, the way they treat you. If you don't pack a big car in front of their, their, their shop, the way they treat you. The other time I went to buy mattress, bed, and those things, I spent almost 20000 When I went into the shop, the guy was there. There were two ladies. I was asking them. This one is 9000 This one. He was, he was, the lady was trying to take me to the other side. Let's move to, you know, let's move to this side. This is four, four, four thousand, three thousand. Moved him from that side. I was also trying to come to the nine thousand. But looking the way I was dressed with my back, God like, no, he can't afford this. So now after I finished paying, I finished paying everything. They were the one escorting me. They said, no, we want to take you to your car. <laughs> Look at this. Your ego will take so many opportunities away from you. 
Your pride will take away so many opportunities away from you. You can even lose your marriage. You lost your job. You are home. Doing nothing. You are waiting for a big opportunity. You are a failure. Difficulty has come. You've lost everything. Now you are there. Thing is working. You are just there. Waiting for another big opportunity. When there's something you can do. Start doing the many things. You need to survive. If you need to go to the construction site and work as a laborer, go and do it. There could be an opportunity there waiting for you. But God is trying to look at you and is watching you to see if really you became humble. If really you took away the pride. To humble yourself and say, please, I was a bank manager before. I was, I was, I was held in this position before. And my salary was this. Now, I don't have it. I'm down to earth. I've lost everything. I want to humble myself and work under you. Even if you pay me thousand cities a month. God is trying to look at you. <laughs> But if you stay inside, indoors, and be waiting, be calling on people, you become a beggar. And that shame becomes more than you even doing mini jobs to survive. You have to call people and beg them for 100 cities and 200 cities. And beg them for um, um, your children's fees. And I tell you, the people you call today, if you call them tomorrow, they will not answer. Become yourself. If you lost it all, you must get to the top. But you are not a superman to just fly and land at the top. You need to start climbing the ladder step by one step. And it will take a while. Good. Done. Now, three. Do two or three. Three. Mm -hmm. Develop a crazy attitude. Hmm. Develop a crazy attitude. Second Corinthians 5 